Hello and welcome to Business Line's Pulse podcast that tunes into all things health and pharmaceuticals. I'm Jyoti Datta. Our guest today is Siddharth Shah, co-founder of PharmEasy, the company that runs the Take It Easy commercials that you see on television, among other things. But we talked to Siddharth today on the entrepreneurial journey of five young founders of PharmEasy who have picked up a majority stake in the diagnostic chain Thyrocare for over 4,500 crore. Thank you, Siddharth, for joining us. Thank you, Jyoti. It's a pleasure to be on this podcast. So it was just the other day, you know, your uh, fellow co-founders, Dhawal and Dharmal, had come into Business Line's office to explain the concept behind the Fledgling company. And here you are pulling off what some are calling an audacious feat of buying a listed company. Give us a bit of that story. How does it work? Does it work to a plan? Uh, Is it serendipitous? Fortune favors the brave? How did it come about? I think it's a combination of both. I don't think that you know, an act of bravery without a plan would go very well. And however, I think that lots of people will make plans but uh, may not have perhaps the courage to do something this bold. So I think it's a combination of both for us. If I go back and look at what we've been thinking for a very long period of time, we've been thinking only about a single thing as far as us as an organization is concerned or us as people are concerned. And that is to provide holistic healthcare across the entire spectrum, starting right with information, then going for a consultation, then going for a diagnostic test, and then going for a treatment and make that available to every Indian, urban or rural, across the length and breadth of the country under 24 hours, right? Whether that need be online or offline, right? I mean, that's our very simple uh, motto in terms of what we want to do. We have been very, very strong with our technology in terms of getting the right information to people. We are very, very strong with consultations. We have over 6,000 partner doctor digital clinics and we do over 3 lakh teleconsultations a month. In the treatment bit, we connect 3,000 manufacturers to 90,000 retailers in India. And we have over 1.2 crore registered users and over 1.7 crore monthly active users on our digital platform. So as you can see, we are strong in each of the regions and each of these different touch points for the consumer. As far as diagnostics was concerned, we built out a very successful business as a pilot over the last 12 to 18 months. That business almost grew to 75 crores per annum in terms of annualized revenue run rates without any kind of revenues from COVID because we did not have the capability of doing some of those RT-PCR tests and that too only from certain urban areas. What we found out is that as we completed this circle of holistic healthcare for a patient, the patient's NPS score, which is their satisfaction scores, the patient's convenience is significantly improved. So we were sure that we needed to have a diagnostics play that would complete this. Now we wanted an asset or wanted a partner that would match our scale of ambitions and would be able to grow along with us in the manner that we wanted. And when we looked at multiple options that were on the table, we found that Thyrocare was the best one. It has a pan-India reach or what I would like to call a truly pan-India reach. Most peers that claim to be pan-India have a very skewed revenue in certain geographies, right? And are not very strong in other ones. Thyrocare has a truly pan-India revenue stream. Number two, Thyrocare has over 4,000 partners across the length and breadth of the country. 
which ensures that 70% of India's population can get access to a diagnostic test report under 24 hours. This for us was very, very, very compelling. Also add to the fact that Thyrocare is the largest in terms of test volumes in India, by far ahead than any other peer and has the lowest cost structure. So when you put all of these together, right, you realize that it is the perfect marriage, the perfect combination. Now, the serendipity part or the courageous part was the fact that after we had zeroed in, we actually met Dr. Velumani for the first time on 26th of May 2021, right? We had never met before that. And all it took was 29 days from the first meeting. So it took us 15 days from the first meeting to have an understanding that, okay, we are interested and we would like to sign an NDA. And that happened around 10th of June. And from 10th of June to 25th of June in 15 days flat, we closed the deal, right? So you can call that as an act of courage that we decided to move very swiftly, that we decided and we closed such a large transaction. The first time that any Indian unicorn is acquiring uh, a majority stake in a listed company. Yes, that is the courageous part. That is the fast part. But I think there was a plan all along to have a very, very serious plane diagnostics and Thyrocare fit the bill perfectly well for us. That was truly fast. 29 days is really, really short. Yes. So the pandemic period, it has seen, you know, a lot of activity in the online space. Your counterparts have also been involved in some mega deals. And so for those uh, tuning in, NetMeds has Reliance investing in it. 1MG has the Tata's investing in it. So were you already looking for a deal to scale up or was there peer pressure of some sort? Because, you know, you had also acquired Metlas. I don't think there was any kind of pressure, honestly. Okay. I think there is no way that someone like us should consider, you know, working with Reliance or Tata's in the same sector as any kind of pressure, right? It's like comparing apples to oranges. Uh, they are very, very large players by themselves. They are both are hundred billion dollar plus mega enterprises. They have built businesses that have lasted several decades. And in the case of Tata, several centuries versus we are a small startup, which has started its journey eight, nine years back. The way I would think about it is this is akin to what you had seen in the financial services industry 30 years ago. Economic liberalization happened when the country went through a lot of pain. But what happened as a result of that is the financial services industry completely opened up. And that industry opened up and there are today more than 30 listed banks and NBFCs and 100 more that are very large and can be listed at any point of time. And it is still a sunrise sector, right? You can have an HDFC bank and a Kotak Mahindra bank and you can have an Axis bank and you can have an ICICA bank and I can go on and on and a Bajaj Finance and then a fintech like Paytm. There is room for several people not just to survive but to thrive. What COVID has done is put healthcare at the front and center of every Indian's mind space. Because of this, over the next 30 years, the importance of healthcare in the lives of an average Indian is going to disproportionately increase. The next thing which has happened is over the last 10 years, there has been an inflection point in digital fintech solutions in the country. And while the world took decades to move from cash to check and then decades to go from check to card and then decades from card to digital, in a span of less than five, six years, India has gone from cash to digital with enabling frameworks like NPCI and so on and so forth. I think with the advent of national digital health mission, digital India and so on and so forth, 
the same framework in terms of providing massive push to digital adoption within healthcare ecosystem is also happening so you have two inflection points in healthcare coming at the same time because of which digitization in healthcare and improvement for consumers for last mile access to healthcare is going to significantly happen and the entry of large players like reliance and tata is a validation of the thesis and they will come and ultimately benefit the consumer i don't think it is an either or case it is not a market where one will be there the other will not be there and like i have said personally i am one of the biggest fans of mr ambani for the way he's built businesses of transformational scale and every indian i am sure is proud of the legacy and the trust created by the tatas so i think it will be our pleasure to work alongside them to learn from them and ultimately work in the interest of the consumer right i don't see this as a pressure and i don't think frankly there is even comparison between what they are doing and what we are doing they are at a different scale and a different stature altogether but i'm sure all of them will be watching you know your growth with a lot of interest so you did mention you know their space uh, for more to um, you know to thrive so is your process of consolidation for the moment now with thyrocare and you know sort of integrating all of that or are you still on the lookout for you know other businesses are there still other uh, spaces that you want to be in healthcare still scouting Jyoti, our core belief has been that ultimately, whatever you do has to benefit the end consumer. And I've shared with you the framework with which we look at ourselves. We look at the fact that we exist to solve the consumer's healthcare problems, and beat across all the four stages of a consumer's evolution in outpatient healthcare, whether it be online or offline, or whether the point of delivery of service or care be at home or in store. we believe that in most of the areas we now have a strong foothold but i do understand that opportunities keep coming where either you can strengthen your position or like in the case of thyrocare you can add missing pieces to the whole continuum of care right and i think we've learned one thing is to never say never we never thought till a few months back that we could partner with someone of the scale like thyrocare if anything this has only given us the confidence to continue to keep looking out but having said that there is nothing immediately on the plan there is nothing that we are doing at this point of time but i am sure that as and when opportunities arise we will look at everything with very very open eyes right so the day you announced the transaction you did tell me that the funds would come from investors who are already on board and others who are set to join you could you just explain to this audience the maths behind it you know the valuation is the deal is at over 4500 crore thyrocare is about 470 odd crore in revenues your pharmacy is up about 400 plus crore so can you just explain the maths to us Jyoti, without going into the exact specifics, let me give you an overview of how we've been thinking about it. We had announced in April the raise of around from Prosas, TPG, and others to the extent of three hundred and fifty million dollars. Over and above that, our investors, including Temasek, TPG, Naspers, B Capital, Think Capital, Kotak Private Equity, and Orias have doubled down. again in the interim we also raised some capital from b capital and tiger global 
so the cumulative capital raise that we've done through the course of this period has meant that we have sufficient and more cash balance with us to complete this transaction we also have the backing and support of of our bankers in the form of jm financial and kotak that have you know kind of helped us put together all of these things and i think uh, us and our board are sufficiently satisfied that there is enough cash to complete the acquisition of these shares plus whatever may be tendered in the resultant open offer and to have more cash to continue our operations so now the combined entity you know you have medicines you have diagnostics you have electronic medical records so what would be your your strengths you pretty much explained but what would be challenges ahead for instance even the you know the regulatory space we are still almost there but not entirely there when it comes to um, online pharmacies and so on so what do you see as your challenge ahead jyoti these are all different pieces that have traditionally been done by different people without a coordinated manner right so patient went to a doctor for consultation he went to somebody else to do the test those test results were physical with him then you needed a medicine you went to a chemist typically because the chemist can only keep 3 to 4000 products in a small store and the market has more than 2 lakh medicines a doctor would prescribe something the chemist may or may not have it then you went somewhere else for your repeat dosages sometimes people didn't have prescription so they would self medicate all of these issues used to plague us right and these are the pain points that we're looking to solve from the consumer's perspective it's one thing to have all of these available at one place and it's an entirely different thing to have all of these work like coordinated synchronized manner where all of this happens not just in one place but it happens at one click of a button right so i think we still have our work cut out over the next 18 to 24 months to ensure that not only do these come to people from a single person but they also come out in a single seamless holistic way right i think that is number 1 number 2 we are already as pharmacy delivering medicines to every zip code in india and thyrocare today gets or has the ability to get a report delivered to 70% of india's population under 24 hours our next objective is to get any consultation any test or any medicine delivered to any corner of india in under 24 hours right like we like to put it internally ghar ghar jaakar gaon gaon jaakar अगर लोगों को दवाई चाहिए टेस्ट चाहिए या डॉक्टर का कंसल्टेशन चाहिए तो 24 घंटे के अंदर मिलना चाहिए नाउ दैट इज अ टास्क व्हिच इज इजियर सेड देन डन एंड लाइक आई वुड से आर होप्स आर कंप्लीटली ऑन डिजिटाइजेशन ऑफ द एग्जिस्टिंग फिजिकल इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर आई डोंट थिंक एज अ कंट्री वी हैव सेवरल डेकेड्स अहेड ऑफ अस टू रीक्रिएट द फिजिकल इंफ्रास्ट्रक्चर आई थिंक इफ यू लुक एट द ब्यूटी ऑफ यूपीआई एंड एनपीसीआई इज विदाउट recreating a physical infrastructure without creating more bank branches without creating more atms right without creating entirely new things we have created technology that can work across the ecosystem as a layer on top of the existing physical one i think that is what the government framework will allow and that is what we would like to work on very strongly so that on top of the existing physical infrastructure how you building a digital layer that allows this last mile logistics last mile delivery and work on that part right so that 24 ghante ke andar anybody who wants dawai test ya doctor ka 
consultation, we'll get that delivered. And I think this is a work cut out for us over the next couple of years at the very least. So, you know, you did acquire Medplus and this year, you know, you've sort of merged it into yourself. What are the plans for Thyrocare as a brand and as a listed company and PharmEasy itself as its own uh, IPO that's being planned? Look, we will absolutely continue with the Thyrocare brand. It's a very strong brand. It is a pan-India brand. It is a brand that is the number one in terms of volumes for diagnostics. So there is no plan of shutting down the Thyrocare brand. Uh, our focus, I think in the order of priority, we think consumer first, number second and corporate structure third. And our first objective is to ensure that the consumers get a seamless experience across consultation, test, treatment and resultant information. To that extent, Thyrocare is a separate listed entity and API is a separate entity with institutional shareholders. So as far as business is concerned, these con- entities will continue to work together, but continue to work on an arm's length basis. And the corporate structure is something that I think we also need some time to evaluate. At this point of time, all options are on the table, right? We are taking one day at a time and we'll cross the bridge when we get there, right? In terms of all the options, whether it's a reverse merger, whether it is a listing of RBC and then merging both the entities or keeping both the entities separately listed, Right, or delisting Thyrocare. I think there are several options, and we'll we'll cross the bridge when we get there. Right, we need some time to think through all of these things. You, you're dealing with uh, Dr. Velumani, and uh, you know, I believe you also have Mr. Aditya Puri on board. Now, y'all are 30 years apart. Five have been your 30s. So, how has the interaction been with two two very different generations representing two different economies? Really, let's start with Mr. Puri. I think he is one of the most insane mentors uh, that I could have ever asked for. He takes his duties as a board member of our company very seriously. He still approaches every meeting, every interaction with the same level of dedication and precision that I am sure he put at HDFC Bank. And I think it's not surprising that he left behind a legacy of a company that is worth $100 billion. And he gives his valuable contributions to us at the board. And he's a fabulous mentor, right? And there is no reason why, uh, you know, we can't continue to listen from him, learn from him and absorb all of his wisdom. Likewise with Dr. Velumani, he's built this organization with his... Literally, with his blood, sweat, tears, uh, and his own hands, brick by brick, over the last 27 years. He's a scientist at heart, and which is why the focus on precision, quality, operations has has been perfect, right? Because it's a very, very precise science in terms of what we're trying to do. And I think that he leaves behind a very strong organization in able hands. And I think hopefully he sees in us what he saw in himself 30 years back, right? Uh, Founders who are hungry, founders who are ambitious, and more importantly, founders who also want to do a lot of good for themselves, but more importantly, want to do good for the nation. And I think that is what he sees in us. And I think likewise with Mr. Puri, I think he sees the ability for this organization to impact every Indian, right? Like I said, whether you are urban or rural, and I think these are motivating factors for these people to have have an association with us, right? In fact, I think 
we feel very happy that we are worthy enough to get their trust and their time and their attention and for them to give their credibility to us right so we couldn't be more thankful to to them and to god for getting us this far just winding up with that so the pandemic has been you know really tough on entrepreneurs so uh, you know we keep hearing stories of uh, various difficulties in terms of getting finance some of them uh, on the verge or on the brink of shutting down how was it for you all did you all have your uh, self doubts and um, you know many young people would be looking at you now uh, and taking their inspiration so what would you tell um, youngsters getting onto an entrepreneurial journey look i think pandemic has been tough for all of us uh, there is no denying that and i think as we speak more openly about it the more we can heal uh, i have myself personally been through a tough time i have seen my mother you know getting infected about 12 months back right in june 2020 and she had to be rushed to a hospital and be in an icu and so on and so forth right so it's a tough and trying time for everybody and it has you know it leaves behind emotional scars for all of us but i think we as a people as indians are very very resilient and we always find out how we can continue to do no more and do better right i think uh, the spirit of mumbai like we say right ki mumbai meri jaan it, it never sleeps the city that never sleeps or the city that always fights back i think this has also been seen in india also at a very very large scale right we've seen very bad times but then we've bounced back right and i am sure that we can bounce back from this one also in a very very good way i think if we just accept that fundamentally things have changed that fundamentally our approach is changed and i think we can also find a lot of good in the adversity right like i gave the example economic liberalization happened as a result of something which was a very tough time for the country right likewise this has happened but i hope that our belief in maintaining good health our focus on things that matter hopefully people's focus towards their own families uh you know things that bind us together all of these things will start getting a lot of importance right i think people's adoption of digital technologies right i think we as a people were very hesitant i think that adoption people are truly now seeing a paradigm shift in in how convenient things have become right my parents are doctors my father before this pandemic never thought that he could consult his patients remotely right and naturally so right doctor till the time you do a touch and feel kaise ho sakta hai right but after some of these things happened he could see that even if his patients needed some emergency help it was not very difficult to get on to you know a zoom call or actually like he would like to call it right on our on the doc on product that we've created that offers everything from a video consultation to appointment booking how easy it could be right so i think the mental barriers that a lot of us had have been broken and hopefully these barriers will lead to massive improvements in the quality of our life the quality of our economy and the nation as a whole right so i always like to believe that there is the the biggest opportunities come in the times of greatest adversities and this is an opportunity for us to reset as a people rethink our priorities and i think we are doing that right like i said focus on healthcare education your loved ones digitization these are all things which 
ideally would have taken decades right but our adoption has happened in in months and years and we should be you know we should find a silver lining in every adversity right there's no denying that this was an adversity there's no denying that we've all been through scars right and and i should my own personal experience but this is where we are absolutely here's to more silver linings definitely siddharth i know your calendar is chocker block these days so from the business line team and myself thank you so much for sharing your story and good luck ahead thank you so much for having me uh, thank you once again and i i look forward to interact with you soon Thank you.